0: Happy 4th of July, everybody. Enjoy your cookouts, your fireworks. Be responsible. We have a very special episode of Jalen and Jacoby for this 4th because Killer Mike dropped his single and video run today. So we had to have him on Jalen and Jacoby. Live from Pier Seventeen, the Seaport, brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby Jalen Rose. This gentleman who's joining us in the program has what now?
1: Brains and
0: bars. Killer Mike <laughs> joins the program. Thank, Thank you so much for taking man. the time. Appreciate you.
2: I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you, man. Jalen Jacoby
0: it's always good to be back. We I are like celebrating your <laughs> surprise release of the Ooh, song and video. Ten run. years. What an amazing release and project this is. What inspired you to create not just the song, but also the amazing visuals that accompany it? I'm never not kind of thinking of like raps, be they
2: Run The Jewels or you know Solo Killer Mike thoughts, but the thoughts were there and you had the last couple of years not to do nothing. You know, we were supposed to go on tour Rage Against the Machine and it kept getting postponed. Finally, we go out in a couple of weeks with them we'll be out until 2023 with them so i just had a lot of time to kind of just want to scratch a creative itch that i had and me and my right hand man cuz light year we were working on something in tandem and then you know i was like i really want to get off a of solo j and my man said you know what let's do it and he and r'd it and and man when i remember when the beat for run came no id did the beat I remember when the beat came, me and Cuz was just like, oh man, we gotta smash this, we gotta tough this. So we started working and then Chappelle gave me a crazy motivational speech after one of his shows, trying to convince me to run for, for governor. And I'm like, I can't run for governor now. I'm in the middle of rapping and have plans to go to the blue flame later. But he he told me in the midst of that. <laughs> you know, he, he told me, you know, he was like, Mike, you a leader, you should leave. So I called him back to say, would you do this monologue? and unfortunately you know the the person featured, thug is is locked down right now fighting innocent until presumed you know in, in a presumed innocent until found guilty and i hope that he gets a bond and gets out and gets to be the, the leader he is in terms of his family and the guys around him but i kept out with him in the studio for 2 weeks he gave wow. me a verse of a lifetime and we've had an amazing time getting the record mixed and mastered and i got a video concept from a guy named Adrian, man, a French-Canadian guy who's just an amazing storyteller. And I think that this video dropping on July 4, man, it's, 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 it's no more perfect marriage because our people, meaning Americans, and in particular the African-American community, for the last 200 and some odd years' existence of this country have contributed so much. Um, and our allyship with other groups and other people from the ma- majority group have created connections and ties in a country that was once segregated and once like in a, an authoritarian-like country to my community. And I'm, I'm very proud to be a black American. I'm proud for Call Your Heights community to produce me. I'm proud to have become a rapper from the west side of Atlanta. And I'm proud that I can use my intelligence to educate and not just entertain.
1: Absolutely, and I've always appreciated your intellect, your leadership, and obviously your music because you wanted the dopest to do it. But one of the things I always appreciate about you is, everything you do is thoughtful. Like an artist like yourself, when I hear your material or Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole, I'm like, they're not just trying to like, give me a hot verse or a hot line. Like they're giving me a lifestyle. So can you take us behind the imagery that a lot of people are gonna see when they check out the video run.
2: Yeah, when you look at the video run, I think it's important, you know, we've had for the last two years, I've had to endure very uh, politicians that we voted in because we assumed them smart, have a very stupid debate. And the very stupid debate has been about CRT. Well, CRT is something that's taught in law school. I talk about it on, on my show, love and respect. I talk about, how CRT is not, it's, it's, it's advanced even past college in terms of theory. And it talks about how systems are created or in place that annex blacks and other minorities out, out of. So an example of CRT would be um, redlining in Chicago or redlining in a, in a place where blacks are, where insurance companies refuse to insure them. They redline, put, put highways to their neighborhoods so their neighborhoods are annexed off from the larger community. That's an example of CRT teaching your child that Christmas addicts, a black man um, with a Native American mother and black father was the first person to die in the Revolutionary War that freed America from the tyranny of taxation of Britain. That's something every American child should know. I don't care what color you are, I what ethnic group you identify with, it should be known. Well, why, Michael? Because that lets people know from the very start of this republic, we have been there. And it, this republic is something that a bunch of people have contributed to, not just the white majority. It's important that people know that Frederick Douglass, who was um, a council to president, is one of the most honored people in places like Scotland and Ireland, where he spent a lot of time in Ireland. I was just in Scotland and I had a, a cab driver tell my wife, you know, ma'am, I don't believe in God, but I do believe in Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And because of the good they've done, I will. I will make sure I do that good in the world too. This is a man in Iowa. This now, why a man in Iowa doesn't feel like that um, is strange to me because they are products of the American dream and nightmare. We're all products of a country that in some way has used and abused us. Whether you're a black person from the deep south who's a foundational black American or ADOS, whether you're a poor person. Um, from Britain, your family, your lineage comes out of the more rural parts of Britain. And you're in East Tennessee now, East Alabama, North Florida. We all have a shared history and ancestry here. And for me, I wanted people to know that blacks been there every step of the way. So there's a protagonist, a hero running through this video. And at first you think he's running from something, but he's not running from anything. He's running toward freedom and his ancestors are behind him. Sojourner Truth is behind him. Shirley Chisholm is behind him. and Lou Hamer is behind him. Frederick Douglass is behind him. Booker T. Washington is behind him. I have all this goodwill and all this, you know, whether it's either B. Wells uh, or, or, or Malcolm or Martin, they have put in and forced to push this country forward. And that's what this video represents. This video is a cooperation and collaboration of all people pushing forward for the freedoms of us all. And the main character is a handsome young black guy. You got a, <laughs> a, a character in there, Roslyn aka Melanin, who's a hell of a black stunt woman using knives and rifles. And um, it's a very entertaining thing to watch. It's very cinematic. And what I like most about it is at the end of the video, just as if you were standing in the Louvre and you were watching beautiful art on the wall of the High Museum in Atlanta, you get an opportunity to experience the
0: video then at the end as a pain and a win, not a loss.
1: Incredible.
0: There's also imagery of Tommy Smith and John Carlos, who are athletes using their platform. How do you yeah. feel about this current crop yeah. of athletes and the way that they're using their platform for, against social injustice?
2: I'm, I'm proud of us, man. You know, there's, um, I was watching Gladiator the other day and I was saying not much, is,
0: not much has changed.
2: Um, what, what we have is the, the public, the crowd, the mob we've been described at. is usually given free bread or entertainment and the free bread shuts you up and the entertainment gives you something to argue about so, don't, so you don't understand the political oligarchy is taking advantage of you after the game. I'm very proud of the women of the WNBA and what they did a few years ago. I'm proud of the brothers that are in the NBA, what they've done. I'm proud of the football playing brothers, football playing, baseball playing brothers and sisters that have done it. Um, I don't always even agree, but what I do know is that as a human being, no matter how much money you're paid at some point, Providing your platform for a bigger voice of issue is going to pay back karmically in a way that other things cannot. It is a way to provide an example to the children who are cheering for you. It is a way for you to add new points of view and perspective to those people who cheer for or against you. You are a human being, and because you play a sport incredibly well, does not annex out of you, does not annex you out of the ability to help other human beings by speaking up.
1: Absolutely, and also like the ability to separate our talent from our art. Like when I see yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I don't see him as the Terminator. But yet when thugger no. and gunner are in court, they're trying to use their lyrics to indict them. So as an artist yeah. who puts so much into your art, what do you think about that? I had someone call me
2: and say, man, you know, why are you saying free gunner and free thug? Like you're an intelligent brother. Um, their music and your music does match. I was like, well, you don't know. We got a to single together. Our music matches. That's actually pretty dope. <laughs>
0: exactly. But, I, I, I,
2: you know, I, I, I said to myself, you know, how dare you who watched Starface, who's watched um, Goodfellas with me, who, who sat and watched The Godfather.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it?
2: I dare you to suspend your disbelief to get into those movies though they're real and then after the movie's over, you know they aren't. I dare you try to challenge me you on know, two young men who created these false names for themselves that are like pretend, created this amazing pretend world and essentially are just talking songs of bad entry. Whether that's Saturday a hundred years ago when my grandfather was listening to music, it was N.W.A. when I was listening to music, and now it's people like Thug and Donna, which I listen to. And my children listen to as well. My children have the ability to understand that this is imaginative versus real life. I remember playing a rapper um, for my son, and the rapper was going on about the things he did. And I took to my son, I looked at my son, I said, "Do you think he really does all that?" And, my, and I said, "Do you think are we supposed to believe he does all that?" And my son, Pony Boy, who's a rapper himself now. Tony looks at me and said, Dad, I don't even think he believes it. It just sounds good. (laughs) And that helped me understand that, first of all, thank you that this kid got some sense. But I understood that with NWA. You know, I understood that with the DLC. I understood that as I was listening to Ice-T. And I think it's time that we start talking and engaging our children. just on a common sense level so you don't fear that music is raising your children because you're actually engaged in conversation with them. And they can understand, like my dad, when he walked me six in the morning about Ice-T, you know, he helped me understand that this is, this is this man this is an accurate depiction of life in Los Angeles what's going on but this man I doubt is highly I highly doubt is involved in criminal activity so I'm going to say protect black art I want to see Thugger and common granted a bond I would like to see them free um, I would like to see them presumed innocent unless found guilty because the presumption of innocence is something that we're that we're given we should not be online um, disparaging one another because the day after they come for us they're gonna come for you. If freedom mm. of speech is not is not, is not not giveable to black males, that is not giveable to, to young men, then freedom of speech will certainly be taken from you next. If you're trying to take a comedian's freedom of speech, then what you're free to say at your community needs is gonna change. Now, I'll give you this. There was a white woman who really killed her husband. <laughs> In killing her husband, she had also wrote an article, How to Kill Your Husband. The yeah. courts did not allow that article to be used. Now, she was still convicted of killing her husband. But that article was not allowed to be used because it was protected under her First Amendment rights. Why would we allow her that protection and not grant it to every American? Meaning the well, two young men and more that are in jail right now. So let's just make sure the rules are fair. And if we call a foul, a
0: foul. You know, and we call a hit a hit. That's it. So, I have a question for you about um, your Atlanta Hawks. Because I remember two years ago, they were in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were on the up and up. Trey Young was kicked down the buildings here in New York City. And uh, last year didn't really go that way. How do you feel about your Hawks right now? We're coming back. Like, I feel about the Hawks, man.
2: How Falcons fans feel about the Falcons, man. How Browns fans feel about the Browns. You're not getting me to leave my wife. You're not getting me to leave the Atlanta Braves, and you're not getting me to leave the Atlanta Hawks. That's, that's not happening. You know what I mean, it's not gonna happen, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with them. Trey is definitely dope. I love what Collins has 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 grown into under the in the paint, and um, I'm hoping that we get a small forward a shooting guard that really wants to turn up, man, and be and be, be in the lineage of the Michael's, the Kobe's, you know, just the, the people that want greatness. I think that Atlanta's a great city. I think we have the makings potentially of a great team. You know, we might have, we might have faltered a little bit last year, but I'm pro Hawks. Everybody who knows, me knows that that's never, that's never gonna stop.
1: And you pro Atlanta all every day. Yeah. And the one thing I want to acknowledge yeah. for you as one of the guys that was around when the era of hip hop in Atlanta started to like take off and be- become something for mainstream consumption as outcast started to rise. And so many groups that you know yeah. about what has it been like for you watching atlanta then and now watching so many artists from atlanta that now come out and they have their own style they have their own flavor and yeah. making a name for themselves
2: what i love most about atlanta is if our our city um logo is a phoenix it's a phoenix it's, it's a phoenix burning itself and arising out of the ashes about every two or three years that happens in atlanta about every two, three years, you look at Outkast and Goody Mob led their, led led the way to to the Attic Crew and the Youngbloods. The Dungeon Family happens. Next thing you know, the Attic Crew happens. Then you just see you you see you get to see your TLCs. Of course, who were pre outcast but you get to see all this diversity in Black music. It's very easy. A lot. A lot of times for black music to just be whatever it is at that moment but i think atlanta artists or people who come to atlanta and, and make this their residence what they do is they set out to, to make themselves separate from one another they don't hate on one another mm. but they want to create the next wave the next sound so you go to metro boom and god bless the dead and his mother i got to give that brother a shout out man yeah. and love and respect because i know he's going through a hard time but metro boom is probably one of the greatest producers in the world right now and he doesn't feel compelled to and I like Southside, who's also one of the greatest guys who doesn't feel compelled to, to sound like little john did 15 years ago i think this city is dope because they're always trying to move forward so when i listen to a the peewee the long way or i listen to a Gun, or i listen to a thug they're radically different from what ti and gucci and Gigi did who are radically different from what jid is doing what jid is doing you know it's radically different from what jaquese is doing as long as we we are never get comfortable to try to house one style As long as we understand that all you need to be is the most authentic and best you you can be, Atlanta's going to stay on top of the hip-hop game. Dope.
0: Dope. One of the things I love about doing this show with Jalen is I learned so much about black culture through him, and I want to learn something about Atlanta culture through you because there's something that I can't wrap my head around. I'm watching a Hawks game, and I'm seeing dudes getting haircuts in the front row. (laughs) <laughs> okay, explain to that's me his why so, people are on the floor, feet on the wood at a Hawks game. Well, now
2: them boys are just balling that night. <laughs> but but, but, but if, you, if, if you don't have the money to ball for the front, for the for the front, for, 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 for the, of course, I'll so tell you what you do. Right after you come in the door from ticketing, right next to, to the wheel to to the call box, you come in the door, if you look to your left, there we are, the swag shop. We have an excellent view of the floor from there. You don't have to pay VIP prices. You can sit down, bring your own beer in. You can grab a t-shirt, brush, comb, products that we sell. You can get an amazing haircut in the time you watch the game. Um, we have barbers down there. with full foot you know, full-fledged. You get your hair washed, all that. Um, We wanted to provide an extra experience for our fans. The Slag Shop is an acronym for the Shave, Wash, and Groom Shops. So during the season, you can get Shave, Wash, and Groom right there if you watch your favorite team as we're going to come back in the East. Believe that. We're going to get a world championship in the next few years. I call it, I call it, I call it. And i got to say that if you don't catch us during basketball season, catch us at 365 Edgewood Avenue, our flagship store, or 3461 Roosevelt Highway, which is our store that's 10 minutes from the airport. You can come right after you land but come and see us. And for guys like Jalen, you, if you guys come into town, and you need us, we also send our barbers right to your front door. So holler at us, man, the swag shop, my wife and I came up with this concept about nine years ago, We're which to grow. And I'm not going to be happy until we're in every arena and every town where y'all get down. So uh, thousands I, of stores I, is my goal.
1: I, absolutely. I, I've always loved and appreciated your entrepreneurial spirit. And also like the way you enlighten and also give back to the community. Um, Talk about the Greenwood banks. That's something that I'm going to make sure when I get to Atlanta, somebody that has family there, spends a lot of time there, I'm going to come and open up an account. So please tell people about the Greenwood banking.
2: Yeah, you don't even have come to a brick-and-mortar store. I can get you set up. Um, the, shouts out to Michael Allen. She's an amazing. Work on the behalf of Greenwood. She makes sure we get our celebrity cow set up. Shouts out to 2 Chase, Shouts out to Jim Jones. You know, shouts out to, like, when Jim Jones hit me up, I said, oh, Jim hit me? Oh, we good. I, I was like, because Jim is for the streets. I was like, Jim is going to make sure all <laughs> exactly. the street cats
1: got the the castle. Shouts out to GM and GM no doubt. Me on my workout. We just man. had so the Lobby Boys on the show last week. Him and Mayno, no doubt. <laughs> oh, man, Cash only. He's like, hey, to man, can man I say $9,999 at a time?
2: <laughs> That's, I love them boys, man. But I um. Greenwood Bank is a fintech company. Started by myself, Ryan Glover, Paul Judge, Bo Young, who's the son of McMahon, uh, former mayor and ambassador, Andrew Young, and Andrew Young. Um, there is an opportunity in the space right now to have black people who use their cell phones at a 60%, like the, the rate that we use our cell phones is higher than any other demographic. I don't want you having to go to the buy here, pay here places. I don't want you going to, to predatory loaners, you know, in the community. I want you to be able to have a banking system right on your phone, and that's what Greenwood has been able to do. We've since partnered with The, Gaff- the Gathering Spot and partnered with a staffing agency. helps people get jobs the gathering spot is a social center where young people and old people too can come um meet people shake hands network and build business so it is growing and ryan is an amazing leader and um i got to come back with him we got to do it like a good old one too like a point in shooting guard because i want people to know even more about what's going on but right now make sure you go to greenwood.com make sure that you're signing up for an account um and make sure you're using your card when you get it i use my card about three four times a week or my wife is making me pay for things I really don't think we need.
0: <laughs> Jacoby can relate. <laughs> we all know about that every day. Yeah. So Kyrie Irving opted into the Nets, and we all know that Kyrie Irving is a bucket, but he gets a lot of criticism for sort of not getting vaccinated, some of the sort of curious tweets that he puts out there. What do you think about the the criticism, not of Kyrie Irving as a basketball player, but as a person?
2: I don't have a lot of I met him through a friend of mine, Chris Paul. Um, um, Chris is an amazing leader all in and off the court. Um, he had Kyrie and I speak when we were in the bubble and some more guys. I think Kyrie is a young man, just like a lot of us were young, and we got a lot of information young. Some of it was absolutely true and useful. Some of it needed to be vetted and tested and i think that he's in that process he's also in that process in a very public way so you know think back to when you were mid to late 20s how you thought some of the things that you agreed with and didn't agree with in terms of his health and his body and he choosing not to vaccinate i had no issues with that or people who did not um i had to get vaccinated because i sing and dance for a living and you can't sing and dance on sets around the stages if you did not that is not me telling other people to that is simply me being honest saying why i did it you know but if Kyrie chose not to and he and he held as you know for the hood would say he held his on him i'm not gonna say that brother's wrong because that's his body he gotta live in that body for the rest of time until his body's returned back to the ground and the spirit of sins back to the creator. So I don't get in the middle of all that because the same things they're saying about him, they said about Muhammad at some point, Muhammad Ali, they said about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at some point when they didn't agree with him. You know, they said about Jim, um, Jim Brown when they didn't agree with him. You know, so for me, man, it, in the moment, a lot of times, calling someone's future or calling their legacy based on something you don't agree with in a moment is not fair Kyrie has been a better example for young young men in my community than than, than some other examples out of other sports and non-sports and um I, I have a lot of love and respect for the brother even if i don't agree you know so for those who don't agree it is important that we still engage each other lovingly and respectfully
1: absolutely and before we let you get out of here because you know there's so many different Ways we could go with our conversation with you because you're such a renaissance man. I have to ask you, what's up with my guy LP? Where he at? Where's my guy? Uh, Where are we going to get another project?
2: Laryngitis and COVID kicked our butts right at the end of the European tour. Right when he defeated Laryngitis and we missed Birmingham, we were able to do Primavera Spain, killed it. Then, man, COVID started kicking my man's butt. Then I was supposed to do the Hollywood Bowl with Robert Glass, I was excited about that. COVID jumped on my back. So let's all just say this, because we've already seen the worst. Please come out to the radio. Yes, machine shoulder, which we're opening because COVID can't touch us for the next six months. And we're going to be kicking <laughs> ass all across the US. Yes, state.
0: yes, Shout out to we LP, will
2: man. be Go there. Brooklyn.
1: Run the jewels. We will be there to represent and we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Family, all love and blessings. I will see you Professionally at Greenwood Bank. I'll also see yeah. you when I'm doing charity work, eating wings at Blue Flame. I'll hit you up when I, I get back. I got down you, brother. There. We
2: got to help your mothers through nursing school. Love <laughs> and respect.
1: <laughs>